What's up, guys? It's Kev. This is Del. And I am Tibby. And we are the, the Wyong Crew. Hee <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to yet another episode of the Wyan Crew Podcast. Woo-hoo! Yeah, that's right. It's, of course, your weekly podcast where we talk about all things movies, especially movies that are playing here in Brunei Darussalam. I'm Kev, your host, as usual, and I'm joined by my co-host. First up, it's Del. What's up, Del? Hello. I am back. And, uh, well, I found some abandoned puppies. There are five of them. <laughs> If uh, any of our listeners out there want to adopt adopt some puppies, preferably at least two at a time, then uh, please write in and then we'll get in touch. But if you have two, uh, two at a time and you have five, then you have two people who take two and then what about the one? I did say at least two. At least. Don't uh, just take one. So there's like a minimum, <laughs> uh, a minimum offtake here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, you don't want to split them up, you know? All They'll right. be lonely. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I feel for the dogs, uh, the puppies. I, I, I was uh, out jogging and then they they followed me up the hill and down the hill and up the hill and down the hill. So I feel kind of attached. All right. Uh, apart from that, how are you? Good. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, yeah. Uh, so far, so good. This has been... I just got back from KL. Okay. Where... You know, we tried our TB, myself and uh, Zainal. We went to do a, a couple of shows and... Oh, this is like a comedy show. Comedy, yeah. yeah. Yep. Stand up. Uh, you uh, you couldn't make it. That's yeah, why. Yeah. I, I, someone had to man the fort here at the, <laughs> at the YN Crew headquarters. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but that was quite an experience. It was, uh, it was uh, brutal, to say the least. But it was a good experience overall. All right. Uh, okay. Um, I will you be going back to KL maybe? Yeah, I wanna I wanna do it again, and uh, I wanna see myself do better. Otherwise, it's quite. I don't wanna leave it like the way I left it this week there. So I wanna see if I can do better and get a better response. Yeah. Well, that's Dell for you. He's not a quitter. Uh, all right. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Okay. Yeah. Up next, uh, since TV is not back yet from his uh, foray into uh, Malaysian comedy, uh, we've enlisted the services of Nikkei. He's uh, she's back. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm good. It's it's nice to have you back here uh, with the Wayang crew now. I think the last time you were on, we were still the movie maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? That yeah. what? That long ago? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, how are you, Nikkei? I'm great. Um, weather's really hot, so I like to stay indoor with air condition. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually hot <laughs> here where we're recording. <laughs> because we're recording, we have to sort of turn off the air conditioning. But when we have fan on, um, uh, yeah. It is <laughs> not it's that windy. It is an obvious hint. <clears throat> uh, um, I think she's giving me hints now. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah. why is there no air conditioning? <laughs> All right. Uh, now, if it's your first time listening in to the show, we are, of course, The Wine Crew. Uh, and this is a movie podcast uh, where we talk about all things movies. And uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us here on the show, you can do so via our Gmail account, which is Crew at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So do check us out there as well. Now we're going to move on to the uh, first bit of the show, which is uh, our weekly segment, which is the news. And we're going to kick off with DC this week. Dell's already primed up for this. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, Jeff Johns says the DC films are 100% connected. 
uh-huh yeah so what what all of it like even with the new uh scorsese's joker <laughs> well see that's the thing like uh for the last couple of weeks we've had uh news that's been coming out of the dc camp and it may be speculation maybe not they were saying that they were going to do this movie and then the batman solo film might not be interconnected or aquaman might not be interconnected with everything but now jeff johns has come out and you know put to bed all these sort of rumors and said it's all 100 connected Right. So how so, would you how do you react to this statement? It's just another day from the DC <laughs> camp. One week is this, one week is that, next week is not going to be everything's going to be split up and then they're going to do Flashpoint. I I don't know. This is this is just another another weekend that we're talking about DC news and it's every weekend it's contradictory to itself. So. Do, you, do you think this is like the Warner Brothers media machine uh tactic? As in, <laughs> to keep people yeah, to, to talking. keep people talking about it, <laughs> they just keep saying yeah. stuff, regardless of whether it's true or not. Just yeah. throw it out there. Yep. The name is out there. Yeah. The, uh, 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 the DCEU will be talked about. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, any press is good press, yeah. <laughs> especially when Justice League is almost upon us. Yeah, yeah, that's coming out next month. Uh, it's hitting Brunei in uh, November tenth, I think. Tenth, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, DK, what do you think about this this statement that uh, you've got Jeff Johns uh, saying, you know, putting to bed all these rumors and saying, "Don't worry, the DCU is one hundred percent connected." I'm not worried. <laughs> You're not worried. I actually don't care what they say. <laughs> Just give me a good DC movie. I think I think your feelings towards towards this is is the feelings of like a lot of people out there. It might not be said very uh, aloud very often, but everyone's thinking it, right? Yeah, it's like this. <laughs> Just give me a good DC movie. That's it. You can say whatever you want. I don't care. I'm just waiting for the movie that is good and yeah. I'm happy with. That's it. Every uh, they haven't had a a solid movie except Wonder Woman. Yeah. So we want to see something to follow that up. And it, could it be Justice League? Hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. Yeah. Once we've seen Justice League, then we'll know what's gonna happen next. Well, early screenings of Justice League say that it's epic. So who who has been to this screening? I wonder. Ah, well, who? Pe- people on the in list, <laughs> <laughs> the WB execs, <laughs> and their families and their kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next bit of news. Uh, now Justice League already has merchandise out. You know, toys and you know, um, t-shirts and you know, for kids. And uh, they confirmed that Superman is back in Justice League, which is something that we've we've already known. What the toys are confirming that? Haven't yeah. we known this for like ever since BVS? We already know that Superman's gonna appear in Justice League. Yeah, but this confirms Superman black armor costume. Yeah, but we've known this already. <laughs> but it's news. It's, it's they've never. I don't know why that. You know, this weekend. I don't know if you're gonna talk about it. Not this weekend, but this past week, right? Yep. They've released new character posters. Yep. And they released yeah. new prints, character prints. Correct. Uh the week before. So it's all leading up to this week's uh New York Comic Con maybe. And all these character posters do not have Superman. Yeah. I don't know why they are hiding him because everyone knows that he's going to be there. So why hide it? Just put him out there. He's not like there's going to be a M Night Shyamalan twist in the end of the movie that Superman's going to be there. Not like we're going to see Luke at the end of uh, the Force Awakens, it's not like that. Just give it to us. Well, see the passion coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would like to think that they're sort of uh, holding him, holding Superman back, and uh, keeping trying to keep the element of surprise. <laughs> what? <laughs> what 
surprise. Maybe the surprise is he's not gonna be in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Then that would be that would be fine if he's not gonna be in the movie. Then understandably, I'll look back at this episode and say yes, I was wrong because. All the marketing material are right to not have him in there. No, he has to be in the movie. Exactly, he has to be in there. <laughs> Maybe he only come in as a dream f- from Batman. Uh, Batman's gonna have another dream. <laughs> yeah, like wait, how wait, he dreamt Flash. Is this dream or is this Flashpoint? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what this is like. This is like uh, this is like it's your birthday, and then <laughs> and then you go to work, and then and you, you sort of know that something's gonna happen. Someone's gonna. <laughs> Someone's gonna pull out a birthday cake and start saying happy birthday, but you just don't know when. Right. So, so Warner Brothers is just holding on to Superman and going like, uh, 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 it's coming, it's coming, uh, it's coming. I don't know, man. And it's I, not, I think know. he's gonna it's come in a dream and then it's gonna keep Batman paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move it along to the next to the next bit of news, and uh, Ben Affleck has called uh, Batman with a Superman criticism. Now he has said that the criticism towards the film is fair. I think that's an understatement. <laughs> <sighs> what else is he gonna say? Yeah, because he says that uh, in an interview, he says that um, I can understand people saying Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice was too dark, or this was outside the tone of what I'm used to seeing with a Batman story, and I think. That's a fair criticism, which is something that we've all talked about. Saying that that was just too dark, like it's 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 not. It, that was just one man's vision, Zack Snyder. Yeah, and and it it reflected in everything. Everything looked in that dark, gritty, superimposed kind of look, and I it, I was not a fan of it. Even uh, when uh, Wonder Woman came out. The final battle scene, I was like, that is very Zack Snyder. Yep. And, uh, so how long has uh, BVS been out? Uh, year, was it? BVS has yeah. been out in, well, since March 2016. 2016? So, so it's been a year and a half. Wait, 2016 only? No, 2015? Yeah, yeah, it's 2016. Oh, 2016. Last year. Last year. Yeah. So, okay. Ben Affleck's comment ha- is uh, a year and a half late. <laughs> It should have been early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, everyone has has criticized this movie to no end, and uh, only now Ben Affleck said, "Yeah, it's fair." Yeah, but uh, yeah, we've all this is again not something that surprises us. But for him to say that, uh, I think it's just too late. Yeah. Uh, it, it's and then this is all leading up to Justice League, so he has to kind of manage the past. Uh, the disappointment and the dissatisfaction of the fans for BVS and hoping that everyone will give Justice League a chance. Yeah, because everything's now ramping up. It, like, yeah. it, it seems like all the news is sort of pointing towards Justice League, which is which is what they should be doing. Which is why they should give us some Superman images. Okay. Uh, well, Henry Cavill yeah. did in his Instagram post. And that's not official. That's his <laughs> Instagram post. <laughs> Alright, speaking of Henry Cavill, uh, Ben Affleck also joked about Henry Cavill's um, quote-unquote porn star mustache uh, on the (laughs) Superman uh, reshoots. Uh, Now, if you don't already know, uh, what has happened is that uh, Justice League uh, was uh, taken, well, not taken over, but helmed later by Joss Whedon because Zack Snyder had to step out uh, due to family reasons. And um, at this point in time, Henry Cavill was already attached to uh, Mission Impossible 6. Now, he plays a character in Mission Impossible 6 where the character has a mustache. Now, uh, Is he a porn star? (laughs) No, he's not. Uh, But Paramount and uh, Warner Brothers had this agreement where Henry Cavill was not allowed to shave off his mustache (laughs) for the reshoots. And uh, how they agreed to do it is... 
uh, that Henry Cavill would wear the Superman suit with the mustache, and <laughs> they would remove the mustache in post production. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the first image to come out. They should just keep the mustache. What Superman? What? Superman? Yeah. Cannot. Why not? Superman does not have mustache. Yes, he does. <laughs> no, not that. Not the porn star mustache. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, the, the reason why it's quote unquote a sport, uh, porn star mustache is that, uh, well, this is what Ben Affleck said: is that it was a full-on porn star mustache. He looked like a porn star from the seventies, just with a better body. It's a different twist on Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that some images or like a like a video of yeah. like pre, behind the scenes, yeah, like like a pre pre pre, pre post production video yeah. leaks and 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 because it's just oh, ah, this is impossible. I hope we get it on the the Blu-ray. Uh, did you know that uh, because of this uh, uh, stern deal from Paramount to Warner Brothers, it's uh, it's been sort of uh, reported that the reshoots. Uh, have been characterized as ex- extensive and expensive, uh, alleged- allegedly costing upwards of $30 million. Wow. As opposed to the 6 to $10 million typically budgeted for uh, additional reshoots. Wow. And I think, uh, well, 6 to 10, so that means, you know, 20 to $24 million will be paid to the, <laughs> the, gra- to the graphic <laughs> artist to yeah, remove, to remove, the to remove every hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> what a time, right? Yeah. yeah. It, is, it is an expensive reshoot. Uh, and then this it will add on to the cost for production for this movie and then they're gonna have to make more money in the end so I hope they do you know I have a sinking feeling that this could be the last Justice League movie with all these uh, actors yeah maybe not all the characters but all these actors it might be the last time they're together First and last. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, more from Ben Affleck. He's a lot in the news this week. I think he's really wrapping up the Justice League. Now, he says Justice League's tone will bring humor to the DCEU. Okay. Yeah. So, he says that Justice League, Justice League is a... Uh, is a big change tonally because you now have the personalities of all these different characters coming together and it gives you a chance to infuse a lot of humor into the scenes. It sounds like Joss Whedon. Yeah, it, it does. does. It, it really well. does sound like Joss Whedon. The, that's yeah. the first thing that comes to my head is Joss Whedon. The way that... You know, you can... Because for me, right, BVS, how no matter how dark it was, the dark tone was never my issue with that movie. It was the overall... Story and pacing and plot. Correct, yeah. So they want to inject humor, that's fine. But again, going back to if they want to compare to what failed BVS, it was not the dark tone. I agree, yeah. yeah. It wasn't dark tone. Like that, that was what they started off with. And if, if they stuck to it with a good story, yep. we would have very hard time to fault it. Look at uh, Nolan's. Batman, yeah, no, right? the Nolan That's super dark. Super dark, but at the same time, it was sort of, you know, practical in a way. Like, this is more realistic. Yep. It's, it's not so superhero-ish. Yeah, and while it was that tone, there was also humor. Not yep. a lot, but there was. So you can do a balance of uh, dark, both dark, dark and, and, and humor. And humor. Um, yeah, and then uh, that's what was missing in BBS. Yeah. All right, that's the last bit of news from the DC camp this week. Uh, off to Marvel. Not much news from the Marvel camp. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp set photos uh, show a close-up of uh, Wasp's suit. Uh, yeah, I think you. Get, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it looks yeah. it looks good. Um, Ant-Man also has an updated suit yep. for for Ant-Man and the Wasp. And of course, uh, they have to sell toys. <laughs> they have to sell toys. Yes. And uh, at the end of uh, the first Ant-Man movie, uh, we see that Wasp. 
has a suit yeah. uh, which was presented by Michael Douglas to his daughter to say, yeah. look, this is for you. Now, it, she never it, put it on. She never put it on, yeah. but uh, in the production uh, shoots that we see, it seems like it's a different suit. It, it's it not is. the same. It's not yellow. It's plus, not yeah, plus the, the, uh, she's wearing a long-sleeved suit. Yeah, it's a long Because sleeve. in the one that we saw in the first movie, there were no sleeves. Yeah, that was her mother's uh, yeah, suit. Yeah, it was the yeah. mother's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you looking forward to Ant-Man and the Wasp? I am. Uh, it's I liked the first one. It wasn't the best Marvel movie, but yeah. uh, I think... Having what's his name play Ant Man? <laughs> what's Paul his Rudd. name? Paul Rudd. Paul yes. Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Thank <laughs> right? you. Uh, that really is something refreshing. Yeah. Because the way that he's injected into Civil War, I loved it. I I, I kind of like how he started off as an anti-hero. Actually, he was like a bad guy. He mm-hmm. was a he was a thief breaking in, and then you know they uh, Michael Douglas's character, the original Ant Man, notices his skills and like you know what, I need a guy. Like you, who can break into can places and have a good sense of humor about it, and fall in love with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next bit of news. Uh, his report: uh, Pirates of the Caribbean director. Uh, he's he's uh, nearing a deal to helm the upcoming Gambit movie. Now we're talking about Gore Ver- uh, Verbinski, who yep. directed the first three Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yep. The first one, which is, you know, in my mind, a modern classic, you know, it's the one that everyone sort of likes. The second one was a little bit like, eh, and by the third one, it's like, just get, just finish this trilogy. <laughs> and now yep. they have a fourth and a fifth one. Yeah. Um, but he is in talks uh, with uh, 20th Century Fox to direct uh, the um, uh, spin-off of the uh, X-Men film Gambit. Uh, what do you think about this news? I'm not going to believe it yet because this project has been in hiatus for so long now yeah yeah and Channing Tatum has been supposedly the uh the driving force the driving force which I don't know what's happened so but then let's see in the next I don't know two three years will we get to see Gambit on the big screen I I can't say for sure yet but you know they're talking to directors now so meaning that the the studio is green lighting it again maybe i mean they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're in talks so yeah and it says here that they're nearing a deal so they, they might be close um, yeah i think i think getting back taylor Hish to redeem ha, the you role? wish no come no. on right you're not get his second chance taylor <laughs> should have his second chance nah um, I, yeah but then this is the this like like uh kevin said the driving force behind this project is channing tatum yep channing tatum um he Channing tatum and uh hutch parker are you know the producers for this Gambit movie. Right. Uh, and of course, Channing Tatum is taking full spotlight here to say that I want to be Gambit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan <laughs> of Channing Tatum. All right. <laughs> not even after, you know, um, Magic Mike? Or... No. <laughs> it's because of Gambit. That's why. <laughs> okay. Uh, going on that news, now we uh, we spoke about Gore Verbinski and how he was the one who kicked off the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, franchise. Now, Pirates of the Caribbean star... Uh, the female lead wants to return with an all-female ship. Now we're talking about the uh, the uh, fe- yeah. We, we're talking about the female uh, star who was in Pirates of the Caribbean Five, Kea Scodelario. Right. And she says that yeah, she'd want to come back uh, to the franchise, and it has you know she wants a full female ship. Ah. Like, <laughs> so she has tasted fame and money <sighs> because she has been quite unknown. 
And then now that with this movie is a big franchise, she's getting a lot of money and she has a taste of it. And now she wants her movie, her own movie. Well, the thing is like she's uh, signed up for two movies. Okay. All right. So she's contractually obliged, but you know, she would love to do if, uh, she would love to do uh, what she said, which is to come back and, you know, be part of an all female. Yeah. Ship. Which she can lead maybe. I think this franchise should just die. I, I agree. They've, they've done in more damage than they have. Yeah. Uh, they should have just left the three movies that came out initially because the fourth one yeah. did, did not do well. No. And, and the story no. was sort of, you know, losing grip. Even the third one was quite boring. The third one... Uh, <sighs> the fifth one was... Uh, Cringe fest. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with... Uh, with uh, What's her face? Um, what's her face? Uh, Kira Knightley. Kira coming back yeah. in the end without saying anything. Just make it a uh, cameo. I I don't know lah. This this can, like you said lah. This can go to die lah. This yeah. franchise. I, I'm not interested in it anymore. Yeah. Um, if if they do come out with a sixth film, I'll watch it. But you know, did it make money? Did mm. it make enough money? I don't think it did. But then again, this is Disney, so they they don't. They it, don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether the movie makes uh, the movie uh movie makes money or not. You know. Yeah. It, it, they're a juggernaut, and it doesn't affect them as much. Does the fifth one have toys? Yes, the fifth one did have yeah. some toys. There. So I'm, I'm sure they must have made some money from toys. They they had some Lego sets. They no. had, oh yeah, yeah they Lego had Lego right. sets. Yeah, right. that's right. The big ship. Yeah. Yep, they made mm. money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Paramount uh, has secured rights to the Sonic the Hedgehog film. Uh-huh. Did you guys know that this was coming? <laughs> yeah. In animation? It's gonna be a mixed reality and animation. Yeah. I, like I don't know. Smurfs. No. Like Smurfs. Yep. Oh, no. I don't. Uh, I don't know. There's no uh, human in the yeah Sonic the Hedgehog. There is the 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 villain, the one who's in the little ship that Sonic has to take oh, yeah, down in the like games. Oh yeah, it's like the Smurf. The guy yeah. villain is also human, but yeah, I think uh, again, no. this has been in this has been in, uh, talked about in development for many years. Yeah. So let's wait and see, because at this point, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say that the movie definitely will happen because of uh, news like this. But uh, once they start filming, then yeah, okay, let's talk about it then. But for me, this is... I I don't know if I'm looking forward to it because uh, Sonic is uh, something that is from my teenage years. And this is... Sega Mega Drive 2. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's too late. There's no... I, I don't know if anyone's interested. It seems to me that Hollywood is not learning its lessons here. You yeah. know, they keep trying to do video game movies and it just doesn't work out. Yeah. Uh, the, the only upcoming one which may have some hope is Tomb Raider. Yeah. Because it looks, you know, good as a trailer. Yeah. But we've yet to see that, uh, how it looks as a full movie. Right. We have to be cautious with that because of Assassin's Creed, which looked okay yeah. as a trailer. And when it came out, it was... Oh, this is it so bad. It was horrible. Yeah. I don't it know what bad. happened, man. Yeah. They really screwed up there. And they got good actors for it too. Yeah. Yeah. So Academy Award nominated stars and uh, they, they the but the way that it, that movie was presented was really bad. Oh, but uh, I left out this bit of news with regards to Sonic uh, the Hedgehog movie. Now mm-hmm. the <laughs> guess who's uh, actually working on the film? But Tim Miller. Tim Miller, yeah. Yeah, he's he's actually working on this. Yeah. Uh well, good luck to them. I I don't know how this is going to work as a movie. Uh because it's Sonic and I don't know kids today. Did, yeah, that's why. Do I, they know Sonic? And uh, I don't think adults care enough to watch a Sonic 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chili dogs. Chili dogs. Oh, that's Sonic's favorite okay. food. Really? Well, in the cartoon. In oh, I've never <laughs> seen the cartoon. <laughs> all right. Um, up next. Uh, now you've all watched uh, Lucy, that uh, 2014 yeah. film. Mm, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Now a sequel is in development. Apparently, now Luke Besson looks to be moving forward with a sequel to his uh, 2014 movie Lucy, starring Scarlett Johansson. I thought that movie bombed. It did yeah, in the US. Well, um, it bombed, but apparently the worldwide taking was 463 million at the box office, and that actually was good for a movie, uh, for an original movie. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're actually working on a sequel. I don't know where they're gonna take this movie because at the end of the first yeah. one, she's she's effectively the internet. Yeah. <laughs> she became a thumb drive. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She just she became a thumb drive. With a thumb drive. Oh, yeah. Okay, I forgot. Um, I I I am one of those rare people in this whole world that kind of liked the movie for uh, for what it was. Uh, I could kind of relate to what it was trying to, or I could understand what it was trying to present to the audience. But I do not think that it warranted a sequel. I didn't mind the movie until the part where she started to disintegrate in the plane. I you remember do that? not remember that. Where like her skin and her, her yeah she did yeah yeah, yeah she yeah. started yeah. to become like yeah. dust and I was like what is going on this right, is right, this right. is not right anymore yeah uh, but if it comes out well I guess I'll see it because you know just you see what what will happen okay I I, I will because I I kind of like the first one all right but then uh, yeah I, I would like to have I would like I would like yourself I think the the ending itself was a little too far fetched I uh, don't know I'll just see the trailer if it excites me. It probably will because the first one, <laughs> the first trailer was like, oh, oh look, it yeah. looks good. <laughs> yeah. But Luke Besson's uh, last movie, Valerian and Valerian, the City of yeah. a Thousand Planets, did not do that well. And too. did not do very well at all. Yeah. Uh, up next, uh, now Optimus Prime is set to appear in the Transformers Bumblebee spin off film. <sighs> <sighs> we have uh, spoken a lot about the Transformers on uh, this podcast and how they seem to not understand. What we want to see, and yeah. it's not us, it's the kids. The kids love it, really. Yeah, I'm little uh, boys they love it, that's why they're still making it. Yeah, uh, could be right. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't argue with you on that point, but at the same time, uh, another now we we had some hope, uh, with regards to the Bumblebee spin off because it's not going to be written, directed, or produced by Michael Bay, produced so, though. No, not produced. He's, really? he's out of the project. Okay. He's Probably not even... The writer, the writer. Yeah, he's, the one that wrote the second and third. Uh, no, I don't think this is the same writer. This is the one that did uh, Kubo the Two Strings. Yep. Uh, yeah. Travis Knight. Travis and the, Knight. The script is by Christina Hodson. Sorry, going back to you saying that uh, Michael Bay has nothing to do with this, I'm going, woohoo! Yeah, so so we had some hope, <laughs> but then now they, they start... They, it, it seems like they're trying to pull in like the characters that they've established in the first five films, meaning Optimus Prime, and... If you start to do things like that, you will have to pull in some story elements from those movies. Uh, maybe not, because this takes place in the past. Yeah. So it is not affected by the, fu- the future yet. Oh, it's the yet? pre-Shia LaBeouf? Yes. It could be, because in the first Transformer film, we see the Transformers come to Earth, all of them. And then in the fifth film, they try and rewrite the whole thing to say yeah. that Transformers have been here since the time since of Merlin. Oh, the yeah. knights. And then, you, and then you sort of think to yourself, what, what's going on? But we saw Bubblebee come to Earth and become that old car. 
But then you're saying that Bumblebee was here since World War II. Mm. Oh, he, yeah. And he fought along the, the Allies yeah. against the Nazis. Yeah. You are contradicting yourself here. Yes. <laughs> Unless he I left forgot about the and first came back. back. I think flew back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this movie, this spin-off could be, you know, the missing time in between World War II and... Oh, no! <laughs> and like no. Shia, Shia LaBeouf time. I, I hope they don't have any connectivity with the other movies. Just make this a standalone yeah, and make should. it good. Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay, moving over to Disney. Now, Maleficent 2 um, is eyeing the Pirates of the Caribbean 5 director to uh, helm the project. I dare you to say his name. Well, his name is <laughs> Johachim Ronning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure... <laughs> That is very close to... No, 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 it's not. I, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maleficent, I, first one. I did not think it was a great movie. It I thought was, it was... It ruined the whole character of correct. Maleficent. Correct. Yep, you're right. Uh, uh, do this you is think, another time where I go... <sighs> do, you think, do you think that Maleficent 2 deserves a sequel? No, it doesn't even deserve the first movie. Mm, yeah, you're right. No good. Uh, they. Uh, but then again, it made enough money for what this needs to say. Let's do a sequel because it made money. Yeah, and uh, Angelina Jolie has confirmed that she will return as Maleficent um, last month in September. I so think she needs more money to fund for her next movie, <laughs> which is. So that's I don't know whatever it may be because her movies are always indie movies and you know she needs money to fund them. Like uh, you know, humanity pieces. Yes. Kind of yeah. The 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 next one coming out this year is, they kill my father or something like another that. Another Oscar bait. Yes. Film? I. It looks that way. All right. Uh, did you guys watch the Pacific Rim trailer that yep. uh, dropped uh, last week? Oh yes. Yep. All right. Uh, now Pacific Rim Uprising, as it's uh, known, uh, has a synopsis online. And it confirms that Rinko Kikuchi's character will return. No! <laughs> really? Yep, she's back. I did back. not see this news. <sighs> no! She's back and Why? she's going to play Mako. Uh, <laughs> no, she was the worst thing <laughs> of the first movie. And then uh, it, it, she made me hate the movie. Well, I guess it would kind of make sense for her to come back because John Boyega plays uh, Marshall Pentecost's son. Right in, yeah. in, in in this sequel. Why why does that make sense? Mako is like a goddaughter or a foster daughter yeah, a foster to daughter. Pentecost to Marshall Pentecost. So this would be sort of like a sister element of John Boyega. They should have killed her <laughs> in the first movie. They should have. And then I would much rather have. Charlie Hunnam come back. Yeah. I would yeah. much rather have uh, anyone else from the first movie except her. Even after Arthur? Arthur? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I liked Arthur. I thought Arthur was not bad. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Um, l- now, we talked about the Pacific Rim Uprising trailer. Let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about a bit, okay. uh, a bit about that. Uh, I thought it was it was okay. I didn't it, see her in the trailer. She was not in the trailer, but you know the, the synopsis confirms that she's oh, back. That's Ma- why I thought when I watched the trailer, right, she's not there. And I thought, oh, this, this trailer looks good. <laughs> now, now I've just spoiled the trailer yeah. for you. Uh, the... The trailer for Pacific Rim Uprising looks more, I don't know, energetic. It looks, yep. there's a lot of long shots. So you yep. see you see the Jaegers from afar. Yeah. You know, and, and they look good. They look good. They Even look, though like the CGI maybe is not finished yet, 
but still they look good they look they don't look as clunky as they did in yes, the first yes. they look very agile yes. they look very especially I think now they only need one person to operate no 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 uh, oh, in, they still need in the trailer there's, there's, there's oh, two there's okay, two okay, okay, okay. there's two but the thing is uh, like there were the, I, I saw a trailer breakdown uh, on YouTube and uh, they were discussing like you know look this is this is what this could mean and so apparently there is there is some theory out there that says that they don't have to be in the Jaegers now Oh, so they can sort of control it remotely, remotely. yeah, like a no. draw, which kind of defeats the the, yes, you know, the draw does. of the movie because I uh, want to see them inside yeah, the head, yeah. If if it's true, because the, if the Jaeger gets destroyed, there's a chance that they may die as well. So that adds to the 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 risk element of operating a Jaeger. But it wouldn't make any sense because nowadays, you know, in this time and this age, we do have drones that are remotely operated from halfway around the world, and you know, yeah, you don't have then, to be physically there. Sure. But then you have to. I think when you are physically there, the you are more in control in real time. Okay, yeah. So there's uh, no there's no lagging. Depending there on is the, no lagging. Yeah, depending no on the internet connection. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no, going back to the trailer, because right? like 3D is not good. Uh, 3G is not gonna cut it. <laughs> <laughs> in that year, it might be 10G. But uh, I I I like this trailer. I yeah. think John Boyega looks good. I think he slimmed down also. He did. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's not as bulk. Not he's not the, as bulky he's sort of slimmed down I like bit. how you use the word bulk um, <laughs> and also the rest of the uh, like the, what's Clint Eastwood's son Scott yeah, Eastwood, Eastwood. Yeah, yeah he looks good Scott Eastwood uh, yeah I think Scott. I think he will have a, a major role in this as opposed to the other blockbusters that he's been in when he only play a small supporting role but this one is like the opposite uh, John Boyega um, there is also a Chinese actress that I noticed <laughs> yeah 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 um, there was like a short quick shot of her yeah, yeah I, what's her name I forgot I but don't know her name Yeah. I just hope she's better than the other one the other Asian, <laughs> the, other Asian. the Japanese, the Japanese uh, Mako, Mako, Mako. Uh, um, yeah, uh, something of interest that we saw in the uh, Pacific Rim Uprising trailer. It seemed like the kaiju's are back and they can combine Morph. to make into a to become a bigger, more destructive kaiju. Category oh, ten kaiju. <laughs> they would have to explain that theory, that that concept, because these are like these are like. Take the for example, organic, organic yeah, organic. Being. They take for example a a, a a a cat, yeah, and then you are saying that five cats can merge into a big cat. It doesn't make sense. Become tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you guys know that there's gonna be a Ghostbusters animated movie, uh, from Sony? No, <laughs> you did not know. Okay. Uh, here's some news about it. Now, the Ghostbusters animated movie may be told from the ghost's perspective. Okay. okay. Are we gonna feel sorry for the ghost? I have no idea, but uh, okay. Not much has been revealed about Sony's animated Ghostbusters feature since it was first announced in 2015. Now this has been in the news. Well, not in the news, but it was announced a long time ago. Right. Uh, it might be going for a different approach than previous franchise installment. Namely, audiences may watch the events of the movie unfold from the vantage point of the ghost rather. S- than the human characters. So starring Slimer? I don't know. Because the, 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 there are no details. Marshmallow man. <laughs> <laughs> there are no details in this article. There's there's nothing with regards to the story. It's just that this bit of news uh, came out that it may be told. So it's kind of like uh, uh, they're victimizing the ghosts here. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're coming. They're coming. Run, run, run. <laughs> they're going to zap us with their proton packs. <laughs> 
I think uh, they shouldn't do it. I don't think Throw they the should. Throw the trap. <laughs> mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Run for your lives. Save yourself. Uh, but that being said, I might still watch it. I'm, I'm a Ghostbusters fan. And we kind of maybe a little bit interesting. But the cool thing about the Ghostbusters was the science, you know, quote unquote, science behind right. the Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know, they, they had proton packs and they, would, they tried to explain it in a scientific way. And it kind of made sense. Uh, but... To come from a ghost perspective. Yeah. Uh, but at least it's animation. Yeah, at least so, animation. They're yeah. gonna do like a backstory how this ghost became a ghost. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh. Start start from there. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh Fast and Furious. Uh we're gonna have to talk about this bit of news. Uh Fast and Furious nine, the next installment of this franchise, has been bumped back to twenty twenty. Uh, no uh, official reason has been given, although Tyrese Gibson has lashed out at Dwayne The Rock Johnson over the delay. Now, as you know, Tyrese Gibson, he's in the franchise. He's been in there since, I think, the, the first sec- one. The second. Second? Yeah. Not the first one? No. Oh, yeah, the f- yeah, yeah, second yeah, yeah, yeah. Second one. Second so one. He's, he's been in the franchise for a long, long time, uh, and he is very vocal. As we know, we've talked about him uh, uh with regards to other bit of news on the show, how he puts it out there that he wants to be Green Lantern and this and that. And he uh, posted up a, uh, an Instagram post uh, and it just says, hashtag F9, April 10, 2020. And he says, Thank, uh, congratulations for making the Fast and Furious franchise about you. Yeah. So Because they are, actually the reason why the movie is pushed back is to make way for the spinoff. That will star the the Rock and also Jason Statham. Yep, Jason Statham is getting a spinoff as well. Uh, the I think this kind of thing, it's like I, I don't know this big, big muscular man with pecs and abs are <laughs> creating drama on the internet space just because of this. Uh, you know, the, the, he's not happy that the 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 F nine is gonna be pushed back by a year. Yep. And to make way for for The Rock and Jason Statham's own movie, um, when when he's been in there for a while and he he hasn't had his own spinoff, yeah, yeah? no, he's saying wow, okay. he's claiming that the they will offer like every one of them got oh, offer for a spinoff and they all turn it down because it's about family. <laughs> okay, that's what yeah. he said. So that's that's his own fault then. Yeah, yeah, um, and he was saying like The Rock took up the offer. Because he's not family, and like uh, it's supposed to be about family. Yeah, but he no Tyrese wasn't given a spin-off option. It was only for Paul Walker, Vin Diesel. Uh, I think, yeah. But but I guess Tyrese would have been involved somehow in in those that those those spin-offs. Yeah, like you'd be just a character. Oh well, good luck to them. You know. Uh, 2020. I just think it's <laughs> funny a bunch of big muscle guys uh, <laughs> fighting out on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, up next, we have this bit of news. Uh, we talked about Angelina Jolie a little bit earlier on, and uh, we talked. We have been talking about the uh, Universal Dark Universe, which is the uh, sort of reboot of the. Oh, mon- I think that's the one I mentioned. Of like the spot, the the monster franchise, the yeah. first of which was the Mummy, oh. and then. Up next on the slate was supposed to be Bride of Frankenstein. Now that ha- apparently has they been postponed. Po- they pull it out. No, it's been postponed. Oh, postponed. Yeah, I they postponed. Pull it out. Uh, now it actually had a preemptive date of February first, uh, twenty eighteen. That's to start production, uh, but it has been postponed. And as of now, they have not uh, set uh, a uh, production date for it. Is it because they don't have the cast? I think it's maybe it's maybe it's long lines of them, you know, realizing that the dark universe. 
yeah. is not you know it's not something that not reaching expectations may be viable I think they them. need to change their writer yeah the mummy wasn't good well it's written by the guy who wrote Transformer 2, 3 and 4 oh is it yeah, oh. yeah. and also Spider-Man uh, the guy's oh, name yeah. is uh, David uh, the amazing Co- Spider-Man yeah, yeah. so, so he, the, you know, he's, he's writing uh, this movie and he says that it takes place in the present day and uh, yeah you, apparently uh, executives at Universal aren't quite prepared to film the movie based on his script Right. They should just change another <laughs> screenwriter. Yeah, but uh, the, the this dark universe is quite iffy at the moment because of how the the past uh, two movies. Wait, there's only the two. Mummy and also Dracula. The Untold. Dracula, yeah, yeah, Dracula Untold. But apparently, Dracula Untold was well, not because it was so bad they had to <laughs> cancel it. So maybe the Mummy is suffering the from mummy, that as well. The mu- okay, the Mummy to me felt too desperate. Hmm. Yeah. They were trying to get laughs. They were trying to get. They were trying to make sense. They tried to sense. force into the universe. Yeah, they were trying to force it in. They had yeah. you know Doctor Jekyll in there. Yeah, they this they had that. Yep. It yep. it has a lot of potential, but they just yeah yeah. Uh, but then maybe that's why that this uh the what's that Frankenstein's the Bride of Frankenstein right yeah that's been pushed back yeah. pushed back they need to. I think maybe they're looking for a new writer. I hope they are looking for a new writer yeah. because I I want to like this universe the, the monster verse because yeah i'm a big fan of the classic monster so i want to like it okay like i try to like dracula until like i convinced myself to say <laughs> that it was good <laughs> okay uh yeah we'll have to see what happens with this dark universe yeah uh last bit of news for this week keanu reeves confirms bill and ted three script oh so Excellent! Really? <laughs> now, apparently the script has been floating around since 2011. Uh, and uh, la- this weekend is the New York Comic Con. And uh, Ken Reeves was there to debut uh, footage of his upcoming sci-fi thriller, Replica. Uh, and uh, he said that uh, the script for Bill and Ted 3 is out there. And the film even has a title. Mm. So, uh, why hasn't it received the green light? While the actor may be... Well, while the actor may be n- to move forward with the project... Hollywood apparently isn't. Ah, so I think the uptake from any studio is sort of like, you know what, we, we're not so sure about a Bill yeah. and Ted thing now. Yeah. Because yeah, you guys yeah. go into a phone box and... Mm. So it might not be as relevant. Yeah. It's not... I don't think it's relevant to the younger audience. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to see the, the sequel come out though for the hardcore fans at least? I'm not a hardcore fan. Well, neither am I. Uh, but. But, so I can't relate to the hardcore <laughs> fan. Can't speak for them, but... I I don't. It's just something that is uh, too old. Yeah, too old. Is it even older than Sonic? Yeah, because the the last movie was nineteen ninety one. So it has right. been twenty six years since the last movie. Yeah, and it's not Star Wars. No, it's not. And mm. you know, it 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 has to be current time because you know. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is gonna be back in there. Yeah, and he's in yeah. his fifties now. <laughs> and he can't be that dorky guy because. Yeah, Talking yeah. people are not funny anymore. They are the cool kids now. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, if it does, if they do greenlight the project and it does come out, you know, I, 
I'd, I'd, I'd give it a shot. You know, just to sort of book bookend the whole Bill and Ted journey and then say this is the last. Right. All right. Now, that's the news for this week here on The Wayang Crew. If you'd, like, if you'd like to get in touch with us here on the show, you can do so via our Gmail account, which is thewayangcrew at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find us over there. Check us out, you know, uh, give us a like or... Uh, send us a message through there or adopt a puppy <laughs> adopt a puppy or two yeah. or two now uh, we're going to move on to the next bit of the show which is the review of the movie we watched this week which is Blade Runner 2049 mm-hmm. it's the sequel to the 1982 film Blade Runner uh, and we're going to have Dell give us a you know very a quick, quick right now yeah. you know what i <laughs> if we are going to start off with spoilers yeah, then this, yes this has to be a spoiler yeah. uh, because there's th- no way to have even a, a short rundown of what's happening without spoiling certain elements of the movie but you know something to take note is that you do not have to watch the first blade runner film sure uh, to enjoy this uh, sequel blade runner 2049 although it would help yeah, uh, if you did watch it, uh, because you would sort of deeper have a deeper understanding of certain aspects of the film. So yeah, yeah. okay. So spoiler. This is gonna be a spoiler. This is gonna filled be a spoiler filled review. Review. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we are following uh, Ryan Gosling's character. He is a replicant who are, who is designed to hunt down other older models of the replicants. Yep. And then uh, in his journey of uh, hunting down replicants, he came across something that kind of prompts him into another journey of his own, which is kind of looking for his uh, who he or where he came from, like his past. And then could it be that he was born instead of created? And uh, that kind of leads into uh, going after the, his supposed father. Yeah. Which is Deckard, played by Harrison Ford from the first movie, and then uh, yeah, and then uh, kind of going into the direction of just searching for himself, and then realizing who he is, and then helping uh, or doing the right thing at the end. Um, yeah, it's quite a very uh, a complex storyline with a few twists and turns. I probably spoiled everything already, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you. Watch the first one. I think you have... I would suggest people to watch the first one first. If you do not like the first one, don't watch this one. Yeah, don't even bother. Because you're not going to like it. No, yeah. yeah. But if you're okay with the first one, then yeah. Because I, I, I only watched the first one this year. I've never seen it before. Before this. And uh, because of this movie coming out, so I decided to watch the first one. First time watching it, I thought, uh, I don't know what the hype is about. Yeah. I watched it two more times. And it was the third time that really made me feel like oh this is quite good i began to appreciate a lot of things about it did you know that blade runner has seven official versions i of the movie i found out there were seven yeah i've seen only two 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 versions yes all right uh i i watched i think it was the theatrical cut okay and it's the cut where it's not it's not uh certain that deckard is a replicant Yes. Yeah. yeah. It no. It it does not even mention yeah, the yeah. fact that he could be a replicant. Yeah. So so that that sort of left it open ended towards yeah. the end. Right. Uh, and coming back to Blade Runner twenty forty nine, I think the the main bit of advice I can give the listeners is to say that this movie is good, but it's not for everyone. Yeah. 
because I, you know, I, I have friends who have watched it and they, they did not like it. Mm. They said it was slow. I mean, these are people who may, know, who have not watched the first Blade Runner. So, so they, they weren't really sure what this was about, yeah. you know, going yeah. into it. Uh, and yeah, like what you said, Del, uh, it is advised that you do watch the first one so that you know what to expect. Yeah, you kind of like let yourself uh, go into that knowledge of how the pacing of this yeah. franchise works. And how this world, you know, works. Yes. Yeah. Because it is almost a three-hour movie. Yep. And half of it is just setting up for the second half, which is so slow that it could put you to sleep if you are not into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dinke, what do you have to say about this movie uh, very briefly before we dive very into spoilers? Br- um, very briefly, I think it's better than the original. Mm, I, yeah. I like it a lot more. In, um, in, yeah. It, in terms of pacing, at least. The oh, yeah. You don't yeah. have... You do have these, like, shots where it's like, look at this world, but it's not as it, long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it feels very similar to the original Blade Runner. So, like, um, so you know what to expect. So, you don't... Like what Dell said, you don't feel it's too long or draggy or... Yeah. It's slow. So, you have the expectation. So, because the first time when I watched the original one, I felt it really draggy as well mm-hmm. but then because i i'm familiar with it when i watched the the current the, this one the sequel so i i already expected it and overall i i think it's it's a lot better than the original yeah yeah i i really liked it more even even knowing the pacing i mean watching this one i was still slightly surprised that it is that slow mm. it really took for, its time for a for a modern film for modern yeah, for and uh, kind of like a it's supposed to be a little bit of action yep. but uh, there wasn't a lot there was it almost was very philosophical almost no action in this yeah almost yeah. no action it's only the like the beginning and the end yep yeah what's his name uh, Drax oh uh, uh, Dave Bautista Dave Bautista, Bautista yeah. Yeah. He's, he was, he's in the beginning yep I think uh, this he looked really good in this one as yeah. well um, He, but then there's only so little of him yeah I think yeah. he was on screen for about five minutes uh, yeah and that was that's it. true yeah, yeah. And now um, okay uh, maybe maybe to explain a, a little bit further about this this Blade Runner world or this Blade Runner franchise to the listeners if you haven't watched the first film it's a world where there are humans and there are replicas now replicas are essentially you know uh, androids yeah. they're essentially robots built by a certain company. Uh, However, they 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 um, express emotions. Yeah, they express emotions. And they can feel yep. and they can bleed. They're so advanced, you know, that they are, you know, almost lifelike. Mm. You know, depending on the model, whether it's a Nexus Six or you know or above, uh, they do have different traits, or they mm. they do serve a certain purpose. Uh, in the first film, uh, it's a group of uh, these replicas. Who have replicants. sort of replicants who have yeah. sort of gone rogue, yeah. And it's up to uh, Deckard, which is uh, Harrison Ford's character, to track them down and to sort of uh, uh, put them out of commission because that's what he's built to do. And that, that's why uh, that he's called or his that type of uh, replicants yeah. is called the Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. So in in this new film, we follow Ryan Gosling, who is the you know also a Blade Runner, mm. uh, although he's a more modern, more advanced Blade Runner. And yeah, it's it's this journey of Ryan Ryan Gosling's character, who we know as K KD six 
and uh yeah and then he he starts to uncover well he basically he he finds a little string of of a clue and he starts pulling on it he starts pulling 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 and then you know it sort of dawns on him that you know he might be uh this how do i say this um uh, so <laughs> he's so he's been in uh there's this memory that's been implanted, implanted into, yeah. Yeah, implanted implanted into, into him. him yeah Uh, because then, because he's a replicant and he's he's uh, produced yeah and they're so lifelike that they they have memories yeah. memories quote unquote memories but he knows that you know off the bat these memories are implanted in me and they're yes. made up now i forgot why replicants need to have these memories implanted or certain memories implanted into them i don't know why that is maybe Do it's you because know? you know for them to demonstrate a certain emotion they need to harken back to something Yeah, it sort of serves like an anchor. Yeah, maybe. So because of this memory that was implanted in him, yeah, and then he found something like okay, it was the it was a, a, a wooden, toy yeah, wooden horse, horse yeah. that has a, the date uh, at the bottom, which is from the past, like uh, from twenty twenty one, six ten twenty one, yeah, six ten twenty one, yeah, twenty or twenty one. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he found when he went to. Terminate, um, uh, Dave, Dave Batista's character. Right. He found that date as well, and that kind of jolts his memory, and then that made him go and look for uh, Deckard. Yep. So, well, leading him to believe that he could be Deckard's son, right? Yeah. In the, that's what happened in yeah. the middle. So, so mind you that you know we're talking about replicants here, and replicants uh, in this blade, you know, in this universe are made by humans. Mm. But in uh, where where this story sort of tackles is that Deckard, who is Harrison Ford's character, and another replicant in the first movie, they got together and they have a child, which is impossible yep. in this world. And Ryan Gosling's character thinks that it's him, yeah, because yeah. of the clues because that he the, finds. Yeah. Well, here's a the huge spoiler: at the end of it, you find out that it's not him, yeah, and it's someone else. <laughs> That's why uh. <laughs> a lot of twists and turns in this movie, which which I will appreciate, because from so the first movie kind of prompts us to think whether Decadus is a human It, or an uh, or, or replicant. Or replicant. Yep. Yep. This one we kind of also think that whether Ryan Gosling is a human or a replicant, in the opposite way where uh, Ryan Gosling starts off as a replicant and then we kind of kind of want to believe that he's a human, whereas in the first one. Harrison Ford starts off as a human, and and then we, kind we find of, out yeah, sort of later on maybe he's a replicant. Yeah, but do you think by at the end of this sequel, uh, it does not confirm that Harrison Ford is a replicant? No, it does not. Well, so I mean, at the end of this sequel, this sequel, yeah, yeah, yeah they they don't say it. They don't say, yeah, but they don't say it. We don't know if he is or he's not. I think it's very heavily implied, and the fact that he's sort of ousted and he's on the run from society because Ryan Gosling's character finds Harrison Ford in this abandoned uh, city where Harrison Ford lives alone. Yeah, which looks like Vegas. Which yeah, look look, <laughs> look like Vegas, and he he's he has been on the run for the better part of 30 years. Correct. And no one's seen him, and he's aged. Uh, and I think it's very heavily implied. That he is a replicant. That, is he? Yeah, because you know, uh, the first time he meets Ryan Gosling, he knows that Ryan Gosling is uh, is a Blade Runner. Mm. He says, yeah. "I used to do your job." Yes. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So I think that sort of implies that he knows that Ryan Gosling is a replicant, and he says that since I I used to do your job, I know that I'm a replicant as well. 
mm. and we're built for this purpose kind of thing. But isn't it easy to find out whether or not you are a replicant just by cutting into your body? I don't know. Um, but then, <laughs> but then, uh, whether okay. So let's say Harrison Ford is a replicant, and then that is why he is uh, he is a special kind of replicant because he is able to impregnate another replicant. Yeah. So maybe that's why um, Jared Leto's character is looking for him. Yep. Maybe. Because because that's apparently the uh, okay bit of backstory about Jared, Jared Leto. He is now uh, part. Uh, he's the owner of the biggest company on earth, which is the Tyrell Corporation. Who no, now? No, isn't it Wallace? Oh, Wallace. Wallace. No, sorry, Tyrell Wallace, is no yeah. longer. He's head of the Wallace Corporation, who bought over Tyrell Corporation yeah. from the first film. Now these these two companies make replicants to serve humanity. Mm. So that's that's how he's gotten rich and he's powerful mm. and he says in the movie that the one thing that he could not perfect was for replicants to reproduce conceive to conceive mm. and that's one thing that apparently Tyrell the, the Tyrell Corporation could do mm. so that's why he's so hell-bent on looking for this yeah uh, for this Ford. child quote-unquote oh. child of the replicants yeah because so he wants to study right study them um going back to whether or not harrison ford is a replicant i think because in the opening crawl it says that replicants have enhanced strength yeah and harrison ford is able to uh fight gosling yes he's able he's able to throw punches that could hurt yep gosling. And, and gosling is a replicant we yeah. see that in the beginning scene where he fights uh Bautista. Dave, Dave Bautista's, yeah. uh, Bautista's yeah. character so that yeah, I think there should not be any more doubt that he's a replicant. Yeah, I I, I think just... I think it's generally accepted now that Harrison Ford's character Deckard is a replicant. But not to the internet, right? Because <laughs> there are still some doubt there. It's up for debate. Yeah. Everything's up for debate on 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 the internet. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I think parting words. I'm I'm gonna stick to what I said that this movie is a good movie, but it's not for everyone. And mm. and why I say that is because. From the story point of view and also from the technical point of view, meaning sound design and photography, I, I think it's a beautiful film. Yep. It's a beautiful film by Denis Villeneuve who did Arrival. And if you watched Arrival, it kind of feels the same yeah. wh- when you watch it, although the world is different and, and there are different elements uh, in the Blade Runner world. And Arrival is a faster film. <laughs> <laughs> yes, surprisingly, Arrival is a faster film than this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, your final words about uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I I like the the twists and turns. I really do. Um, I also yeah. I I I the 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 universe created from the first movie carried into this one. I think Villeneuve really paid tribute and homage to the first movie very very well. And even the even kept to the pacing and the style and the tone and and that universe, the look, the feel, the colors, um, and like the the neon. Japanese yeah. in uh, influence flavors for uh, for the ads and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's still so much to learn uh, who replicants are what they can or cannot do because you will you also see there's a group of replicants in this movie that are kind of they want to have an uprising they want to prove yeah. that they are they yeah. belong and they want equal rights because uh, the message there is that. Uh, by proving that they have the ability now to reproduce yep. themselves, they're no longer slaves. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't want to be slaves, basically. Yeah. They don't want to be hunted down. They want to have a... Uh, to, to be able to live. And I really like the ending. That, that ending fight between 
uh, Gosling and the 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 female character, the uh, the, the, the secretary slash bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. of, of uh, Jared Leto, <laughs> who's really strong. By the yeah, way. because because you know they're replicants. Yeah. Uh, that final fight was something that's special. You know, you don't get to see anything. You only see the water that keeps yep. coming into the the car that that kind of um, fell into like an ocean kind of place which yep, reminded yep. me of Camino from Star Wars episode 2 <laughs> yeah <laughs> minus so, the long the uh, long the, neck aliens yeah <laughs> uh, yeah this was a really really uh, fun ride even though the beginning is very slow the ending kind of picked up and uh, finished with a very um, satisfying um, ending yeah alright uh, Nike your final thoughts on Blade Runner 2049 it's I, I like I said I really like it I like it more than the original um overall like I appreciate the pacing and the feel and everything because it feels is the same as the original I didn't feel like it's a different thing yeah like it's 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 like really happened the past and then now um from like, the the original like the timeline works right? yeah like yeah. It, it just you just feel like you're just there mm. when you watch the original you watch this is everything is just there and like there's a of course like when technology improves and everything the things are more modernized and you feel it mm. but you don't feel like it's a totally different world mm. um that's what uh dennis did really well yeah and that's why the fans are not complaining <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's always the problem that's when true, you yes. go too far away and fans get really upset so i think overall it's the way it handled really really well uh story-wise i i appreciate this one more than the original Yeah. yeah, I really like the the way it ended. I also like how Villeneuve didn't go overboard with technology because you know so many years has passed. Yeah, it's yeah. not like going into seeing Star Wars Episode One where everything is so slick and yep. and shiny. And, then, and this one is still feel yeah. very the 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 spy machine that floats up from his car. It's still you can tell that it's kind of clunky it's just not smooth like mm-hmm. you know it, you you see those in like Marvel movies or yeah, Star that, that, Wars that's yeah. too smooth um, like, yeah. too perfect too, too perfect, perfect. <laughs> yeah so I, I and also with the ending of this one you can see that there's a third movie coming yeah, yeah. and that, they that's, don't ha- that's for sure there's yeah. definitely gonna be a third movie for this they, they've set it up in a way where they reunite Harrison Ford's character Deckard yeah. uh, with his daughter yeah <laughs> and so. you would have thought that Harrison Ford will die in this movie. I don't think... Yeah. Yeah. Because thought, they were going to pass it on to, like, you know, to Ryan Gosling, yeah. right? I to yeah. carry thought on. so. I thought it's going to be like a Force Awakens over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. So it, that was kind of refreshing. And that ending shot where, you know, this is a spoiler review. Ryan Gosling dies, right, at the staircase? Yeah. Or, or he seemed like he died. I don't think he dies. No? I, I think he's just sort of, you know, because he's, he's, he's got a deep cut on yeah. his thigh. But he's a replicant. He's a replicant. We don't know how that works, yeah. you know, because so, it was never really determined. Maybe he's still alive. But I'm saying that this is a, the second movie that Ryan Gosling has as a, a, a ending shot of him that is such a nice, uh, quiet ending yeah. to a movie. The previous one was La La Land. Where okay, you see yeah, he's yeah. just sitting at the piano and then he doesn't really have that much emotion, but in it came through from the acting that... You know, he's feeling all that emotion in La La Land. This one as well. He's feeling all that emotion that he thought he was the the son of uh, Deckard, but he's not. Yep. 
uh, and then he just drifted into whether or not he died. That's up to <laughs> well, we'll see for, in the it, next movie. It's like. up for debate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, what's your rating, Del? For I'll give this um, eight toy horse <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> okay. Eight. Okay, that that that's a good rating. Uh, Nikkei. I'll give. Um, I give eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. Okay, that that's an even better score than Dell's. I'm gonna give this one a seven and a half. Uh, you know, just just you know, it, it uh, by that it's still a good movie. Uh, the only reason I'm giving it a seven and a half is because of of like the length. Yep. Yes. Um, it was it, it was almost three hours long. Yep. Uh, I went into the cinema at seven thirty and I got out at past 10 <laughs> yes I went in at 4 and I was so surprised I came out it was 7 so the sun had gone down yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah if you haven't already watched Blade Runner 2049 uh, you should do so it's now showing in all our local cinemas uh, and yeah it's a good movie uh, but do take note that it's uh, even though it's a good movie it may not be for everyone so manage your expectations and know what you're getting yourself into uh, it is recommended that you do watch the first Blade Runner from 1982 uh, pick which version because there are seven <laughs> uh, I think the most uh, cohesive one would be the theatrical uh, release because we have some versions of Blade Runner where uh, Harrison Ford narrates Mm. And you know, it just I I don't, I find that cringy. Mm. Um, yep. So that's uh, the Wayang Crew rev- uh, Crew's review of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Now we're gonna move on to our next bit of the show, which is. Oi, apa lihat lihat? Apa lihat lihat? Hoi, kau semua kan? Apa lihat lihat? Apa lihat lihat? Eh, lekas mikuah. Apa lihat lihat? Si wasi, siaw leo. That's right. It's apa liat liat, and uh, it's essentially what we're talking, uh, what we're watching, uh, other than the film that we've talked about, which is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Dell, what have you been watching besides that? Um, I think it has been because I went over to KL. I don't think I've seen a lot except for one movie, which I uh, I saw with Nikkei. Um, it was chasing what. What is it called? Chasing the Dragon. Oh, Chasing the Dragon. Isn't that the... Uh, the Donnie Yen and, 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 and Andy Lau. Yeah. Is it any good? Uh, it's. I was so surprised that it was as good as it was. Whoa. It wasn't like really good, but it was good. Okay. Because it was a Hong Kong film. It was directed, co-directed by Wong Jing. And his movies lately have been crap. So <laughs> this one, I was so pleasantly surprised. It felt like... Uh, well, uh, it was it was um, it was a, a a a kind of epic in the sense that they started off as young uh, men and then finishing off uh, as um, old men. Okay. To see their journey, what they did throughout, it was a very, it wasn't long enough to be able to tell the stories properly because there are some scenes that are kind of like rushed, um, but I I I enjoyed for what it was. It it was it was about triads it was yeah. a little bit about triads a little bit about um politics and and the the you know under table kind of stuff going it's on a, it's it's a hong kong gangster movie set in like the 50s or the 60s yes is it uh what what was it 50s or 60s i can't remember i, I, I saw but the trailer it, yeah. yeah yeah it's kind of kind of that era because that's when you know the i think the 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 cocaine trading oh, okay, happened. Okay. So it's like a drug trade kind yeah. of triad movie. Kind of like um, Tom Cruise's uh, American, American Made. Made. Uh, okay, that, okay. Kind of, that kind of that, film. That, that's more of a comedy slash action. 
this one there were yeah comedy elements in it in the first half and then it began to become more serious okay as it moved into the second half all right would you recommend it yeah the, all right yeah i would if i would that's still showing in local cinemas yeah as it well. is yep so you can uh, check that out uh, if you want to uh it's well what, what's it called Chasing, Chasing the dragon. The dragon. All right. Uh, anything else still? Uh, no, I think. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am watching um, uh, Fargo, the season three. I think season three Fargo. Uh, yeah, it is. It's it's starring uh, Ewan McGregor, so it's 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 quite good. Ewan McGregor's Ewan McGregor is in yeah. Okay, playing two character, right? Yeah, twin brothers. I need, I need to pick that up. Yeah, right. It's 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 a good one to pick up. Uh, especially, you know, it's 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 following that that style of the movie as well. Fargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always some dark, something dark humor, dark humor and, and very silly characters. <laughs> yeah, so it's always fun. Silly but memorable. <laughs> yes. Uh, Nikkei, what have you been up uh, a I caught up with Preacher season two. Oh, Preacher, how how yeah. is that? Because I. I I dropped out halfway really? season one. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> uh, like, season one was was really good. I really liked it. Um, it stays really true to the comic characters. So season two picked up from where season one left. Yep. And I'm only at some episode four right now, and it's it's still good. It's it's still like oh, I want to go watch like what's what's going to happen what's going to happen um, the characters that uh, the, the main three characters yep. that um, from season one they, they, they sort of like introduce them and, and make us understand what the character like and everything so season two is really about what they're going to do because like we understand the character their personality who they are their past so season, season two is more about um what what they are for which is uh, basically um it's um it's like demons yeah. and then god so i'm not gonna, <laughs> I, I don't know if i spoil this or not but <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not as much but yeah you can yeah so about. yeah so it's really good i do recommend it um but if you have not seen it please watch season one yeah first. yeah because it explains a uh, lot I, th- I think it's a must because season one is where you meet most of the the, the characters and you, then you understand where yeah. this is going you understand that world yeah and then um, like different episode they, they give a backstory of each of the character and then what makes them who they are now yeah and then yeah. you have like dominic cooper as 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 preacher. the lead as yeah, preacher and, yeah, he, and you know he has his own internal struggles yeah uh, as well like how he became this like <laughs> he was this guy and then he became a preacher so he have the backstory and I was because like I watched preacher first and um uh, Nega Roof is also in it yeah and there and both of them were in World of Warcraft the king and the ah, queen okay yeah yeah so yeah, I yeah. expect their character to be good in work because their their performance are really good in preacher. So when I saw, I was so disappointed. I'm like, how could it be them? <laughs> if I'm not wrong, preacher is like uh written by one of the writers is Seth Rogen. Yes, yeah, yeah. he he produces it. He produces and he uh, directed a, a quite a number of the episodes as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Um, anything else besides that? Um, oh, I recently watched um. Little Miss Sunshine. I I didn't watch when it came out. Okay, okay. So I watched it recently and it's good. I okay, so Little Miss Sunshine, isn't that the one where uh, Abigail Bristain and the whole the, the whole family wants yes. to ha, has to go they're all in the van and they yeah, Okay, funny, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I really like it. I I okay, I went in with the title Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Feeling sunshine 
and it was quite depressing from the very beginning. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but uh, it's good. It's I, good. Like yeah, it, it still it still holds up. Like even now watching it, even though it released like ten years ago, if I'm not mistaken. No, not ten years. Uh, ago. Maybe, maybe ten years. Maybe no, it could <gasps> be ten years. It could be ten years. Yeah, yeah. was so small. Now she's all grown up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, um, I have been uh, checking out, uh, believe it or not, Marvel's Inhumans. Oh! Oh my god, <laughs> this series. I, I have a lot of questions as to how this got greenlit and how wow. no one stopped oh, it after the goodness. first episode. Wow. I I found myself struggling to finish the first episode because, look, they, they, it's a Marvel property and it the backstory for this is that uh, one of the heads of Marvel Comics was never happy about Marvel selling off the X-Men and how 20th Century Fox owns the rights to them. And he set out this grand plan to put out the Inhumans to basically di- uh, dive bomb the X-Men to say that, you know what, they're irrelevant. The new thing is Inhumans. Oh. And See, when uh, you start off a project with that kind of <laughs> intention and it, energy, this is... It never goes well. It's not gonna end well, and I, I, the act, the acting is bad. Oh. This, the, the set design is bad. The story is bad. The location is bad. How this series put up two episodes to play on IMAX, and they expected people to pay oh for my it. God. I don't know. It I, was filmed in IMAX cameras. Yeah, it was filmed in IMAX cameras, and the budget limitations because it's TV, it shows. Like wow. this, this should not mm. have been shot that way. The showrunner needs to be fired. Yeah, this was this is bad, and Marvel uh, know that it's bad because they pulled it out of cinemas after the first week. It was supposed to have a two week run. They pulled it out, uh, and I I'm surprised that it's out on uh, TV now. They have no choice. What are they gonna do? It's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing, and I I, I felt bad watching it because we've had a string. Uh, well, we we've had up and ups and downs with Marvel TV properties. You know, right. like we have Luke Cage, we have Iron Fist, you know, some episodes are good, some seasons are not so great. Even you know. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they didn't start off that good. Yes. But they've they, they really picked improved. up towards the end. So th- you're saying Inhumans is worse than it's, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? It is by far the worst TV I've watched in a long time. Wow. It is It is. It is that bad. And I, I, I did listen to, you know, like other reviewers who yeah. did who bashed it. And I thought, it can't be that bad. And 10 minutes in, watching the first episode, I'm like, that's it. It's it's bad. <laughs> it's oh really bad. God. I wonder why they did not just, instead of putting it out on TV, just reshoot the, 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 the thing. Is it is it ABC again? Yes. It's out on See, ABC. You can't give it to ABC anymore. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, uh, there's this uh, sci-fi uh, series who that just launched its first episode. It's called uh, Ghost Wars, and you know the, the title sort of like what is Ghost Wars? So I, you know, I I watched it, and uh, it's essentially a story about how this guy who's in his mid twenties uh, and his mom was the local witch gypsy person fortune teller, and she's gone, and he's been taken care of by the local priest, and he can see entities. And then bad things start happening to that town, and that's where they try and kick off this series. Oh, is it, it the boy from Sixth Sense who grew up and became this priest? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. 
I'm gonna give it uh, maybe two or three more episodes to try and convince me that it's good. But it's on Sci-Fi, and oh, I don't know, Sci-Fi, sci-fi is, 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 is it's not the best channel. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That that's all I've been watching this week, actually. Uh, apart from that, uh, I rewatched uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming because uh-huh. uh, the Blu-ray is out, and uh, it's still as good. <laughs> as, as as our review uh, back in June although I do have to say that for some reason the home release uh, there are certain shots where uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man in his suit looks kind of obviously CG and fake oh. uh, I, I, I don't know quality but, has dropped so soon <laughs> so fast I, I don't know but yeah that, that's what I've been watching um, yeah, so that's it. That, that's what we've been uh, up a little thing for the last uh, week on the Wayang Crew. I'd like to thank my uh, guest for this week, uh, Nikkei. Thank you for coming uh, and uh, joining us on the show. Yep, good and, to be here. Uh, uh, as always, Del, my reliable and trusty co-host who's back <laughs> from his uh, co- foray into comedy. Uh, and uh, we'll be expecting Tibby back this week and he'll be on the next show. Uh, I'm not sure what, we, what we're discussing oh, yeah. next week though. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what's coming out. Um, hopefully something good. Hopefully something comes out yeah, we, this week. We might do a topical sh- uh, Yeah, a if topical nothing, nothing interesting comes out. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, this is the YN crew. And uh, yeah, if you'd like to get in touch with us here on the show, you can do so via our Gmail account, which is thewyancrew at gmail.com. Look for us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Once again, uh, this is Kev uh, signing off. See you guys. Bye. Bye.